Well, here we are. It's the first week of October. Um, we're planning, a, we're doing a podcast right now where there's six of us. We are heading out of state come the first week of November. Uh, there's six of us in the TKZ group, uh, two of the guys from the UP. The rest of us are in the Thumb uh, area. We're leaving Michigan for the first time, hunting out of state for whitetails, uh, going to southwest Wisconsin. Uh, the plan is to leave uh, Thursday, October 31st, Halloween night, drive through the night, get there uh, Friday morning, early Friday morning of November 1st, and, and start getting after it right away. Um, so this is our first time we've all been able to get together on a call to, um, together uh, to hash out ideas and and gear and swap ideas and we had two guys earlier in the spring get boots on the ground in this location that we're going to again it's a southwest wisconsin all public land uh, they got boots on the ground in the spring and did a lot of scouting for us which was huge because not all of us had the time to commit to go do that so they were able to get over there um, get eyes on this on the piece and several other uh, chunks of public that's in this area and they've had a lot of great things to say about it and uh, so over the last few weeks and months we put maps together um, through aerials photos that we've been able to get and then obviously using uh, the onyx hunt map uh, hunt app to really dissect the property and, and share waypoints with each other and uh, swap ideas um, so we're Super excited about this opportunity. Uh, we cannot wait, uh, but you know, October is here now. So in Michigan, we're able to hit it pretty hard. And um, But again, we're looking forward to this new experience for, for all of us in this group. So uh, this is a new episode. You're hosted by Ryan Brown, along with five other guys in the group. Um, we're on a conference call with each other. So uh, stick with us. You're in the kill zone. You at work? What's going on, Yeah, I'm at work. All right. Not much. I talked to I talked to Don. He said he was gonna be a little late. I guess he's hauling some gooseneck trailer or something. So he's gonna be a few minutes late. But I don't know about uh, Cody or Dad yet. Gotcha. Yep. Russ, you been out hunting yet? Sorry, Tony, I, I have not. I am uh, I'm working on two projects here. I'm trying to get done this week. That's what Russ is saying. He's putting in a hot tub. Yep. Oh, man, I can't wait for the next TKZ meeting. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, that's what it's for. Big enough to hold us all. And I'm not bringing any swimming trunks either. <laughs> I'll just throw in a little extra chlorine. We'll burn everything you got up. <laughs> Perfect. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, but no, I, I, I just, I have not got no. Um, I got a nice, I got three nice bucks, and I don't know. I just don't. There's corn all the way around. I just kind of want to let things set for just a bit, and maybe it'll, it'll get hot real quick. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It is windy and raining sideways all week last week. It was terrible up here. Yeah, I sat in it. 
I was mowing grass in it. I sat in it, and I think that's the first time ever I've gotten cold in the first week of October. Yeah, yeah, it was a miserable day. I was starting to get, I could feel I was getting damp. I sat till, what day was that? Um, I sat in the tree stand where Nate shot that big one we call Tommy's stand. I think it was Thursday. Was it Thursday? Maybe that was when my phone took a shit. Yep, it was, because I... Okay. I sat till yeah. 11. Oh, yeah. I did activity all morning. And uh, I could feel I was getting damp. And I was sitting there in the, the foliage in the tree I was sitting in. really couldn't see. You had to move around quite a bit to look out into the bean field. And I leaned over and looked out and saw a big-ass deer trotting right at me, coming right down the bean row right to me. Instantly, I was like, oh, yeah, big buck, you know. Put the binoculars up on, I think he was a four-point. But then I was shaking. Then I had the adrenaline going, man. I was shaking, and I was done at that point. Have you seen any shooters out there, Tone? Uh, Hopefully you got that one on camera as opposed to last year. hop on this call just now? Yeah, me. Who's me? Oh, there's two of them. Hey, Cody. Cody's there. Sounds like a DV out there. (laughs) Cody, get that. So we got Cody, Dad, Don sounds like he's there. Tony, is that you banging around on stuff? That's not me. Yeah. Okay. That's Gooseneck Trailer Boy. Put it in your pants, Donnie. Put it back in your pants. Yeah, too many goosenecking up there. Yeah, 
get number five on the way. Wow. Tall and winter's coming. The goddamn tree is what he's doing. Winter's on its way. <laughs> Cody, you're there? Yep. Yep, I'm here. All right. Tone, hey, that's Cody. Cody, hey. Tone. Cody, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. All right. So let, we'll get her started here, boys. Um, The first ever Wisconsin meeting between all of us here. And uh, it's coming at a good time since... It's less than a month away now, you know, believe it or not. And uh, yeah. just want to get everybody on the same page with everyone's different schedules, stuff we're bringing, um, check-in, check-out times, and, and all that good stuff, okay? Sounds good. All right. So, um, Tony and I were talking, we'll start from the beginning here, about departure times and such. Um we had originally thought maybe that Friday morning, uh, November 1st, but he brought it up to me a week or so ago, why don't we just leave Thursday night? And I was like, well, that sounds good. Halloween night, I don't. my kids aren't old enough to trick-or-treat anyway, so we'll be home. And uh, he said, after trick-or-treating, he's just going to come to my house here in Livonia, and then we'll pack his truck up and hit the road. Um, so that's our plan. Um I'm not sure, Tone, what time trick-or-treating is going to be done. It's probably at least a two-and-a-half-hour drive to my house and then an eight-hour drive over to Wisconsin. So what time do you think you would approximately be here, give or take? And I'll have my stuff ready. Ten? Is that what you said, ten? Hey, Don, quit doing whatever it is you're doing. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, at least mute your phone or something. I couldn't even hear him. So Tony's going to be here at 10. We'll probably leave 10.30-ish. And then eight hours later, we'll be in Wisconsin. So, um, or eight or nine hours later. So with that, Dad and Russ, you guys are taking Dad's truck, I assume, because Russ maxed out all of his lease miles in preparation for this trip, so that's great. <laughs> I had a surprise fishing trip and a trip to Ann Arbor I wasn't expecting. Oh my goodness. So then um you guys are more than welcome to honestly follow or or meet here before Tony gets here and, and whatever, or you can leave Friday morning. That's what we're doing. We're leaving we're we're at least I think we are. Russ and I haven't talked, but we could come to your house and then just all leave together. Yes, yeah, I'm up for the night ride. It, I'm I'm good, you know, as far as not being too tired and being able to do it. And the traffic will be better. I'm hoping. I don't mind. I don't mind driving at night, but I also <laughs> don't mind sleeping either. <laughs> but right. no, we'll be fine. All right, let's shoot. Let's shoot Do around the four the same of us want to travel together? I mean, riding the same truck, or you guys want your own truck? Well, I think we'll need to take uh, two vehicles, just considering what we have to take, yeah. and then hunting arrangements. You know. Okay. Yeah. With all the with so, mainly with all the. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
give or take. Yeah. Cody and I came back from our UP bow camp, and between the two of us, we might need to each bring our own truck just to be able to go to the car. Okay. Well, for those of you guys that right. don't know don't know Cody or have not ever seen Cody, don't mess with him. He's a big dude. <laughs> Is he a Michigan fan? Oh yeah. It doesn't matter. He can be whatever he wants. <laughs> He's the designated deer. Got five, wolver- five Wolverines and one Spartan. Two Spartans. I got your back, Tony. Got your back. What? Nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. Yeah. I didn't know Russell was a Spartan. Yeah. I'm. I'm kind of all over the place, but <laughs> I think confused on what he is. Anyways, <laughs> um, all right, so the four of us will be leaving from Livonia around 10.30-ish. We'll get over there. Um, I don't believe, I believe check-in's not till 3, but that'll give us time to get there and take a nap if we want, and then scout our hearts until our hearts are content. Um, Don, you had mentioned you guys would be leaving Friday morning. Is that cool? I don't know. 
touched on it, throw that out there. You guys want to get okay. home and all that. Just think about it, I guess. Yeah. Okay. That's good info. Okay, that's cool. It could be like if, unless we all tag out that week, we don't have to stay that extra night, so <laughs> we'll keep our options yeah. open. If we, all, if we all tag out that week, we might need the extra day to pick up the beer can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that might happen if one of us shoots one deer, let alone all five, six of us. Exactly. <laughs> all right, so that's cool. Everybody knows uh, what we're doing, and we'll obviously talk um, as we get closer for when you guys will be leaving Thursday to come down here. And then... um. Let's see. Tone, you're bringing your truck. Dad, you're bringing yours. And the Uber boys are taking two vehicles or an Uber or something. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there one way or another. <laughs> okay. Are you bringing your boat, Don? Probably. Anybody else bringing a water craft? I could probably bring two kayaks. You got room on top of your truck, or how would that work? Yeah, we could put them on top of the the truck, the topper. Okay. I mean, if you want to, Tone, we could. Um, you know, you and I have been scouting those maps. If you want to, I mean, we just have to narrow down a location or whatever to use them. That'd be fine. Yeah. So. Me and Cody can tell you guys which where you can actually use them and where you can't. Yeah. How? How far across yeah, is it, Don? I don't think so. How, how wide What's is that? it? How wide is the river or creek? Was it like 40, 50 yards wide, Cody? Damn. Something like that. That's big. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was. It's a pretty big river. I think, like, it's slow moving, pretty slow moving. So if you had kayaks, you know, you could cross and stash them and cross back. Or, like, I think Don and I were thinking maybe we could put in at a bridge with his boat go down and hunt this like kind of hollow area and then use the boat to jet back up to the hopefully the trolling motor <laughs> will beat the current get back up to the bridge so <laughs> yeah that's kind of the plan okay <laughs> yep. try to get in where nobody else can get you know and all the yeah. other little that are on here those are if you brought Knee boots in the fall might be all right, but if you brought a pair, if you had a pair of hip boots or something and carry those in with you, you'd be able to cross them, no problem. Yeah. Cross that whole river? Not Rush Creek, but there's a bunch of other creeks and different tributary parcels. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember, Don, what Sugar Creek we could get across? We never crossed it, but... He could, yeah. I don't think we, we crossed yeah, it. We both not. had leather boots on, and it was the first place we went to, so we didn't feel like diving in. But I think if you had hip yeah. boots, for sure, you could get across. Knee boots in the fall, you might get across. So. Yeah, okay. If not, that'll just be places me and Cody can get to because we have hip boots. And you guys can all <laughs> for 
Well, Amazon is free one day delivery around here, so I just gotta hop on that real quick. <laughs> just add, keep adding to it, right? Oh yeah, it's like <laughs> what is it now? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Let's <laughs> just get them. Okay. So that sounds good. Um. So yeah, Tone, it's up to you if you want to load them up. You know, we can you we can use them. All so right. it'll be up to you. All right. All right. That's picking up waders or something too. So. Okay. Yeah, I'll take a look. They're my in-laws. Um, kayaks, and they haven't used them in like five years, so I don't think they'd have a problem with me using them. I'm just not sure if we'll be able to get all our gear out without tipping them over. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd prefer not to tip them. Yeah. Okay. Okay, sounds good. Then, um, Russ, you got your tree stand and sticks and all that stuff's figured out, and Dad, you got your pop-up tent thingamabobber you bought? Yep. I'm, uh, well, I'll see you before, but the only thing I'm struggling with is the muddy harnesses that I ordered aren't long enough, and I'm, I'm kind of fighting, trying to get around the backpack, but I'll, we'll cross some. If I could make them longer, it would help me out a little bit, but it's still manageable. Okay. All right. Good. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I got a system. I got a system. It, I'm, I'm ready to go as far as that goes. I just have to. Uh, it'd be nice if those straps were a little longer, though. So I'll have to see what I can come up with. Not quite sure. You just like a ratchet strap? Yeah, you know, I may have to just go that route. I got some little spinch straps, maybe, and they're not quite so. They're longer. Yeah, well, I just I haven't had time to play with it, but that's my only hang up. Everything else, I mean, the weight's fine. I've been walking with them. It's just when you put the backpack on and then you try to get that around behind it, it, it just bites me a little bit. I'd like to have that a little bit nicer. But yeah, maybe it, maybe the cinch has to be better. And then when you're done, you can pull them tight before you leave. You know, you can leave them really loose and then grab them, pull them tight, cinch them down, and then go. You know. Okay. Just haven't got crop that loose yet. So. I'm happy with the setup, but just just ain't got quite dialed in just right yet. But that's minor. Okay. Um, but I'm good. Don, you and I had talked about maybe getting walkie-talkies. Is that something we still wanted to do? Everybody have one, or what do you think? Yeah, I've got I've got two I got two A radios. I got two of them. I got two. Anybody I've else got, have two? I've got two. Tested them out this weekend. <laughs> so between everybody, we should have six, huh? Yeah, I've got, and then they should all work together if they're on the same channel. Mhm. Okay. Just bring them. So Russ, Dad, Tom, bring yours and make sure you bring batteries too, then. And then Cody, yep. you got your two, so we should have eight in camp. So between that, we should all be. Able to communicate. Mine are rechargeable. Oh, fancy pants okay. here. Perfect. Good. Okay. Um, other minor minor stuff. Uh, boat. Or not boat. Um, 
headlamps and all that stuff. Everybody make sure you got all your flashlights and all that crap. Um, just that little, little stuff that you think you might need. Um, Don and Cody, what do we do for licenses exactly? Just buzz over the border, stop at a Walmart or whatever and pick them up? That's not a bad idea either. Yeah, and you might have a little bit more information than talking to somebody at a gas station, you know. <laughs> so, does, did Wisconsin do away with their, like, earn a buck rule or something? Or does it then apply to out of staters yeah. I think that's been a while, yeah. Oh. Yeah, they actually passed legislation so they can never do it again, so. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to worry about that anymore, yep. How long ago did that happen? Blowback over that. Yeah, it's been it's been a while. Oh. It's kind of when they when everything blew up over CWD and they kind of gutted their DNR. Okay. Yeah. Interesting, because during that and whole I, Michigan maybe eight, six, eight years, maybe maybe a little more, maybe more than that. Cause we've had CWD for a few years. Yeah. Probably. During that whole oh, yeah. um, APR debate over the summer and stuff, um, all you heard about is. Why can't we be like Wisconsin? They have the one bug earn a buck rule, blah blah blah, and it hasn't even been going on for almost a decade yeah. now. Yeah, everybody hears when something new comes along, but they never hear when something goes away. So. Hmm. That's funny. So I see the archery tag is one hundred and sixty dollars. Is that correct? Yep. But yeah, that, that should include a buck and two does. Buck and two does. All right. Sweet. She said it might be one doe, might be three does. It just depended on the year, but that's what it was last year, I guess. So she thought it might be the same. Sorry, do we need to buy like a base license or anything like that, or just the? They probably got some habitat stamp or something like that. I think. Yeah, I thought that was included in that price, though. I thought I didn't think it was much more than that, but I don't think they're too expensive. No, it might be like a ten dollar, like ours or something. Right. Okay, that's pretty convenient. They have says here they have a first time buyer license. You guys see that? Where it looks like we get a discount. Ooh. <laughs> there we go. There we go. I like it, the discount. 
so if we're all um stacking all these deer up, shooting twelve does between the six of us, <laughs> what's the so we gotta take the deer in? They gotta check it, and then we can take the deer home, but we gotta wait to hear the results of CWD or not. So we do that. Should yeah. do we just take care of the deer right there at the camp? package it up put it in a cooler or what do you guys think or you know do we take something to hang it in a, in a nearby oak tree behind the cabin or what What do you think it's going to be like months before you hear back so you're going to have to process it as you would normally and then for the freezer and then just label it and then label it if you shoot more than one deer label it you know which deer it was and if that one comes back you're of the but if you bring it, yeah, if you bring it back to Michigan, it's got to be quarters. You know, it could have just the leg bones in it, but it's got to be quarters. You can't bring a skull back. Like, you can bring a skull plate on a buck, but you're not supposed to bring, like, a whole head or anything. Um, I was going to bring a crock pot to try to make some basic gyro mount. <laughs> okay. If they get a buck. So that, because technically if it's a finished taxidermy product, you can bring it back. So if you're going to do a Euro mount, if it's not clean of all brain material and has the appearance of a finished product, um, then you technically you'd be in violation of Michigan's rules. But but in Wisconsin too, like if we shoot deer, we technically don't have to bring it in or get it tested. I think they have a call-in system for registration, but um, it, it's voluntary if we want to test it. So at least there's no. Um, we could wait till the end and bring them all in at once or, you know, kind of do whatever we want for that. Okay. I guess... You just save all the... If we shoot a bunch of does, throw all the heads in a pile and bring them in at the end. <laughs> There's no time limit or, you know, anything like that. Okay. So I guess we'll just kind of see how it goes, how many deer we end up shooting and, and what will be convenient at that time. But at least if we shoot deer, we should, like you said, quarter it up at least and put it on ice and all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah, at the very least, even if you wanted to take it home and process it, you still, you couldn't just bring the whole deer back. Okay. I think a couple wolf bullies wouldn't hurt. You could just throw a light chain around and retrieve them, and you still got to handle the things. You still got to hang them up to get them and all that, too. So, I mean, or, you know, they don't take up that much room, you know. Okay. I have a gambro here. I'll probably that's in the package still. Yep. Yeah, I should have one around. Okay. Is there a place available for dry ice? You're not driving that far. I mean, for that long, regular ice should be fine. Well, it depends on when you shoot your deer, too. They got a freezer there. Okay, that'll work. Like, um... Yeah, we're not too far from the towns where we can get new ice, too. Okay. Get ice and stuff. Oh. Sounds good. Awesome. All right, so that, that's good. Um, let's see. Anything else for equipment-wise, or we can move on to, like, food? You know, what does everybody want to bring, or can you bring for, for grub? Thinking some frozen chili right out of the gate, something to warm up. 
Um, you know, crockpot stuff sounds like it'd be easy because everybody be hunting, and then all once you want to come back and start, you know, you know, if you can put something on low before we leave. Yeah. Stay a little cooking time. Okay. Um, is there a grill there? Does anybody know? There's a grill, but there's no propane tank. So if you want, I've got the grill. I've got a propane. Got a I can bring it. Okay. I've got a tank. Okay. Okay. Dad, I believe you I'm said steaks. Bring, I'm going to bring some New York strip. Yeah, baby. Can I get a ribeye instead? No. <laughs> no. I need chicken boobs. Chicken boobs for me. Hmm. Well, you'll have to pack your own dinner, the rest. <laughs> Until we leave, then I can have one. That'll work. And your, and your vegetable sprouts. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, veggie sprouts, yep. All right, um... So, yep. I'm gonna bring chili. Okay, I'll probably just bring some venison, too. I got. I also have um some lake trout. I could bring that, unless it's just too much of a pain to try and cook all that stuff, because it's not exactly fast and quick, I guess, but... I can at least throw it in there and we can I can bring it. And um I can probably start whipping up some batches of chili too myself so that way I can freeze it and bring it. I definitely don't want to eat chili more than one night. Oh, okay. <laughs> we gotta go hunt they not shit ourselves. <laughs> You're the only one I'd be worried about taking a shit all the time. Dan will smoke some of that lake trout. We still have some in the freezer from spring. Maybe he can whip up a nice batch of smoked uh, fish, too. You know, snack on. That'd be good. I'll, I'll see if I can get him to fire up the smoker. All right, cool. I'll try to get that. All right, here's, here's what I was thinking. Everybody should plan on cooking a night. All right? bring food, whatever you want, for your night, um, except me and Cody, we don't have to provide food. Wow. Oh. Oh. It depends yeah. if you want this, if you want this insider information that we had to spend our money to go get. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we would all love insider information. What's that? We would all love insider information. So you're willing to cook for it? I would cook no, I would cook a you. meal, yep. I'll <laughs> I'll do it buck naked with a bib on if you want me to. Not really. All right. What kind of what kind of cereal do you like? <laughs> what kind of ramen do I prefer? <laughs> <laughs> what about like toilet paper and stuff like that we supply our own I Don, think that'd be included Don should supply it for okay. camp he'll be he'll be the one using it all he'll be using it <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring coffee please when I when I see that they're uh at the other cabin over in Iowa, it was, 
I mean, pretty much fully furnished. You know, they had microwaves, they had ovens, they had dishes in the cupboards, they had toilet paper, and I mean, it was it was kind of like a hotel like level of what they provided. Yeah, so and they should be a coffee maker. They should they should. I mean, unless it's done, unless you saw something else in the advertisement that was treated differently. But I I mean, they're basically these are getting rented out by families that go for a weekend vacation. You know, so it's not. It's not like, uh, it's, no. yeah, an empty shell or anything. Right. The only thing they said to bring, I think, was like your own linens for the bed, pillows. Yeah, right? like I that. did read that. <laughs> so I was just going to bring a pillow and a sleeping bag, probably. That was it. No. So. All right, um. I'm going through Bay City Saturday. Do you want me to pick up some potatoes? Yeah. Yeah, for eight bucks. Uh, <laughs> you bet. Oh, okay. I wouldn't say no. Redskins? <laughs> Whatever floats your boat there, Sam Bone. Whatever potato you want to get. Redskins. Oh, wow. There's always one. Yeah. It's always that one, too. That guy. It's always that guy. You guys think the Redskins are cool? I think they suck. Or you guys just not get that one? I didn't told him about it. That's racist. Unfortunately, I got it. Good one. Nice dad joke. All right, um, anything else food-related or otherwise you guys got questions on? What about... Schedule to end in five minutes. Please upgrade... We got to go to this one bar one night and get pizza. It was pretty good. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's pretty cool. It's right on the, right on the river. Nice. Is it just down the road? Oh, it's all over the wall. It's pretty cool. There's a bar close by. That's okay. Awesome. Okay. Um, I do need to let you guys know this, this conference call, it ends in like three minutes so I can redo it. And call you and get you guys a new number and a new pin. They only they tapped me on forty minutes for whatever reason, but I just wanted to let you guys know. Okay, we haven't even talked stuff yet. I know. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to get more focused on the second round. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So um, let's do this. Why don't you guys take a quick pee break? I'm gonna redo the conference call thing, and I get you that. I get that over to you here in a few minutes. Okay. All right. Don, do you just want to get started or what? Yeah, okay. Well, okay, go. <laughs> um, so, everyone, Tony, do you got your maps with you? Yeah. You, ha- you still have that book, Tony? No. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, so I guess <clears throat> I don't know how to do this without showing you on videos, but we got we did a we did a lot of scouting when we were there. We put like 24 miles on in the two days we were looking around. <laughs> it's very very steep, like ridges are like straight up and down, like hands and knees crawling kind of stuff. Um, but, I mean, you get up on top and you get on those ridges and you can walk a long ways. We found a lot of, <clears throat> a lot of good spots actually. It's kind of cool to hunt be, or to walk and stuff because the terrain funnels them so much. Um, not like at home or up here where everything's just kind of flat, you know? Um, so with that in mind, I guess we, we scouted out pretty much, we scouted out the big chunk, um, a lot where Tony sent those pictures the other night with his thermal hubs and stuff like that. Um, we walked that one pretty good. And then we also walked a lot of the smaller chunks that you can get access to a lot of them. We found out you can't actually get access to. And then a couple other spots we found are not on, um, listed as state land on here, but they're public land. Um, so those might be cool areas. And one of those, and we had it on the maps, the Sugar Creek Bluff thing. That's bow hunting only, basically, for most of it. So oh, wow. that might be a really cool spot to check out. Where's uh, this Sugar I mean, Creek walk. one, Don? Sure, the first things you made. Well, like, I'm looking at on X. I'm trying to find it on there, too. If it's not on there, then it might not be on there, which is good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It says Sugar Creek Bluff. Yeah, yeah. I have so the book. Like, I'll just look in the book, then. But, like, directionally, like, Sugar Creek is, or Rush Creek is up with the Mississippi. Like, it'd be up and left. And Sugar Creek, if you just follow the Mississippi down to the right, that's where that would be. I don't know if it might not even be on there. It's like a nature conservancy place or something, but it's open to hunting or something like that. State nature or something. There's a couple other things that me and Cody want to go check out in the fall do different access points because that sugar creek buff the only way we got up it was to climb this big huge ridge to get up there we might be leaving camp like two hours before first light just to try to get into some spots or three hours <laughs> so. um we did write down all the public fields while we're in them last year so normal rotations for crops we should be able to kind of figure out what's going to be there before we're there um there was corn and beans in most of them last year so it'll be different we got dad and russ some easier access spots but also if russ you wanted to get in a little off the beaten path too you can do that there too so okay because you guys me and ryan were talking about tony and ryan hunting together me and cody and then dad and russ 
because we only have three trucks or whatever. Right. Um, at least to start out, and then we can go as the week goes on to see what we got here. But I guess just starting um, on, let me see here. So the big Rush Creek area, um, the west of the road that runs through it, like Dad, you just got your map book there. It'd be like the first aerial page there. Um, to the west, the road is really sloppy in there. We actually watched this big black beaver make a dam. That's kind of cool. But we hiked to the river, and that's when me and Cody found out you can't just cross that river as easily as it looks like on a map. But there was a lot of trails running through that wet stuff. There's the ridges are all have oak on them. They're basically oak and hardwood ridges. Um, the north sides of ridges have red oak. The south side has white. White is more preferred than red for deer. Um, wherever we went, we found rubs and scrapes. Nothing huge, but definitely enough to get you excited. Um, I wish I could send these to you guys. We can always talk talk when we get there, too, and show you. Um, So in that aerial imagery, there's a little field up in the top left corner where you come off of Lawrence Ridge Road to get into. And that that one looked really good. That was the first spot we showed the first night. I think that would be a great spot for Dad and Russ to check out at first. Um, There's a little section of public land that right off that road was a cornfield last year and then there's woods behind it i think that would be a good spot for dad because it's flat and it might be one of those little overlooked places and there was a crap ton of deer out in that cornfield and then if you go down to the end part of the field there is not public and part of it is and the end of it or most of it is all public, and on the north side of the road, it's private, and there was, that was corn last year. There was tons of tracks in it, and a bunch of trails and rubs all along the field and stuff like that, and then, Russ, that's the spot you could get into and walk that ridge in, or some of those other ridges go down and up or whatever, and you guys could probably be in some pretty hunting right there. Okay. Um, and then I know Tony was looking at like where he had his thermal hubs. That's where me and Cody were trying to get to, but we couldn't get uh, across that river. But those hollows, those where those hollows come down and they flatten out, there's some saddles and stuff like that. We definitely want to get in there with our boat or whatever and check it out when we get there. Um, that's something all four of us could hunt. I mean, there's enough land there if we all wanted to try it one day we could definitely figure it out um watching some hunting shows and stuff and tony's thermal stuff those thermals will be coming down those ridges and into the creek you you know we got a west wind a lot of this property is set up great for west winds and that's probably what we'll have you know for the most time when we're there is predominant wind so um the other side of the road that's some, that's some really big ridges like really really like flops overlooking the mississippi you get up on those ridges though and there's lots of 
rubs running with tops of these ridges and there's different spots where two or three ridges will come together in one area so that's just like a um kind of a gimme on where to set up um tony when he sent that picture of that monster buck with that property for sale yeah we went we went and scouted right south of there in that public land and um, there's a huge ridge in between two fields, and those fields were beans last year. Um, so they should be corn this year. And uh, everywhere off those field edges was just tore up with fine um, scrapes, rubs, obviously, you know. Um, and they're on public land, so we can't hunt field edges if we want to get up in there, too. And there's also, you can see on the aerial map, there's these two little green squares right off the road there's, they're on a big ridge and there's some saddles that drop down into this other ridge right to the field and those were that's where we saw like the most active deer sign when we were there um and if you're a buck you'd sit up on that ridge you could watch that whole field or get you know smell any does that are down there feeding or bedded and you could watch people park in the field and go into the place to hunt so um and obviously you can hunt in the valleys. I guess it's kind of tough in the valleys because of swirling wind and stuff like that, but we're only there for a week, so why not just hope to get lucky once and have one come by when he's cruising for those and doesn't really give a shit about people being around. But there's scrapes, rubs, trails, all in those baskets that look really good. One thing I've learned, like, scouting around and looking at the stuff is We'll have to study some topo maps and try to find some saddles because that's where um, a lot of those bucks will move because it's the easiest, flattest ground in between those ridges. Um, I guess I don't know. Kind of like that everywhere. And the big spot, the big, the big Rush Creek area. That's all big ridge complexes and with all the, the fields you think would be on the bottoms, right? But they're on the tops of those ridges, so. What you would be easy to get to is uh, looking at the top of a ridge instead of the bottom of it. But you might be the only guy up there. You know, those those hills are pretty tough to climb. So especially if we got all our shit on our backs, we were doing it with nothing basically. So. Um. Yeah. Hey, Dan, I got a question. Um, yeah. Um, in the book, it's the very last page, the one that's got all the stars on it. One, two, three, four, five, six stars on it. it it's to the, like, east of Rush Creek. The one of the, there's a couple of stars is where Tony sent that message about the thermal hub. So if you, yeah. keep, if you keep going east, there's a road there. It's called, I'm looking at it on Onyx. It's called Airport Road. And I thought I had marked a parking spot right there. And then just mm-hmm. kind of looking at the topo map on it. It looks like there's a, a decent spot to get in there where there's no creek. So it's dry. But, you know, it does. It looks like it does climb up fairly quick. Um, I was wondering if that was be a decent spot to go in that way. To get into the middle of that piece. I don't know if you can see that on any of your maps or not, or 
make yeah, no sense yeah, of what I'm telling you. From the West. Oh, we came in from <laughs> yeah, sorry, was, My sister had a baby this morning, so it's been kind of crazy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we came in off our Rush Creek Road. Yeah. Uh, to the west of that chunk. Yep. And we hiked a long ass ways up a two track. Um, we were dead by the time we got there. But yeah, there's like an old orchard on top, but it's not apples. I don't, I don't even know what the trees were. We couldn't really figure it out. But um, that opening that shows up in between Airport Road and um, and Rush Creek Road is there was there were rubs everywhere. It was pretty cool. And then a bunch of ridges coming off of it. We found a scrape on one of the ridges. That was like the last place we checked out. I think. Um, yep. But we we thought that you could get to Airport Road, but if you notice at like the access point, there's a house right there in mm-hmm. the field. But it it looks like there's an easement where you could kind of you basically drive in the person's driveway and go around their property and get into it. Yeah. Um. But I think when we walked to the edge of that opening, there was like a private sign. Um. But it looked like it was marking the woods rather than the road. But when we talked to the wildlife tech down there, they had said a lot of these easements that show up on our website are actually like DNR easements where we can get in there and do stuff, but the public might not be able to. So it was it was kind of shitty. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I we we are still aren't sure if we can come in from the east, I guess, which would be way way easier. Yeah, because um, I looked at that too, if and you can, it's shorter. It might be nice too, but. That's one of the spots we were going to check out when we get there to see if we can actually get in there because it's going to be too easy to get there. <laughs> exactly. It's like you kind of you kind of want it to not work out, you know, keep everybody else will, out. But. If you look at that spot, that airport road on, on uh, Google Earth, there's two different pull-offs right there along the edge. It looks like the one to the north actually has like a human, like a hiking path that goes in off of that parking spot. Yeah. And it goes right in there, right in there. That path almost looks like it leads right in there to that, just south of that farm that's up on top of that ridge. And goes right into that, down into that valley or whatever. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I guess we'll just have to check it out, huh? Yeah, because that would be a good spot back in. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. going to actually We found the most sign up in there. Buck sign, anyway. Yeah, all around that opening. <laughs> sweet, and there were a bunch of ridges coming off. But... We also found an arrow that was stuck in the ground, so. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'm like I said. I'm looking at it on the app, and uh, I might send. You know, how you, I don't know if you guys noticed, but you can share, like waypoints and stuff. Now, I might send it to both of you guys to see what I'm looking at, because it's tough for me to track what you guys are saying without you actually showing me. But yeah, I'm, I'm looking at Onyx too right now, Ryan. So that's why I can see the exact road names that you're oh, referencing. Oh, okay. Here, so. so yeah, if you're on. Hey, when you guys win- when you guys went down uh, that Lawrence Ridge Road, did you guys go all the way down to where the, the road ends? Yep. Yeah. That was the first it place right we right there. Did you take mm-hmm. that property north from there? 
did you get into that, uh, there's a hollow, Bates Hollow? Yeah, Bates Hollow. Yeah, so we wanted to get in there, but you would, you could literally, like, tuck and roll all the way to the bottom of that. It, it's a <laughs> pain elevation. Really? That's the part that we were talking about taking the boat down Rush Creek to get into, because coming from yeah. the top, those, those ridges are insane. So Tone, you're talking about where Lawrence you're talking about where that Lawrence Road, whatever it was called, where it dead ends there, right? Yeah, a little parking yeah. spot right at the end. Yeah. Of it. So you guys are saying that's, that's pretty tough. It. I was looking at from there going uh, there's that ridge right there where that Down, they could park at the end of that road and then hunt that field that's up there. Yep. Okay. Yep. And no, that looks like a good the spot. spot for dad, Russ would probably drop dad off before then, and dad would walk into that little piece that's up further on Lawrence Ridge Road. It's just, it looks like it's only maybe 40 acres or 80 acres or something like that. Yeah. Um, could hunt off the edge of that field back in there. And then Russ could drive down and hunt on that ridge or something. And that big farm there, where there's an actual farmhouse and it's surrounded by um, bedland, the tech, the Wisconsin wildlife tech there said that guy's kind of a dick, but <laughs> he, if you talk to him, he might let you go through his property to get back in there. So where at? Yeah, Cody, what's his name? If you have it on the app, what's the guy's name? Okay, gotcha. You're talking you're talking about the farm up there off Lawrence Ridge? Yep. Yeah, it's right at that ninety degree. Right at the corner? Yep. Yeah. yeah, she had said probably don't call him but just show up and talk to him, I think. She said it would probably go a lot a lot farther doing it in person. I think I know oh, who yeah. you're talking about. I see his owner's name and stuff. If it's right at the corner where the road starts to go up 
Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Well. Then the the field yep. behind his house is state land right there. Those fields. Yep. Okay. Yeah, and they're basically yeah. landlocked because they have so if you could get access, it'd be a honey hole. Yeah. Well, we'll take him some bush lattes and some venison and see what he says. Well, on on Onyx, it says there's like a a path through his property where it says Rush Creek Natural Area, but uh, oh, that's what that lady said. She's like they're for DNR access, but oh. not necessarily for public. Gotcha. Yeah. And right. they show up on the Wisconsin DNR's map too, and it's it's not not cool. <laughs> right. Because we were thinking, oh yeah, we can drive right through his yard. You know, he must have an easement. She's like, no. No, no, probably start, start yelling at you. He's got gates up and signs and stuff. He probably would, yeah. There's a couple other places, too, we thought. Maybe they'd be small overlooked because of the easement, and they're like, no, you can't really get in there. So. Tony, I had marked a tree stand location by that field. I had sent that to you a while ago. That's right by that guy's okay, farm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and that's the... At the end of uh, the Lawrence Ridge Road, right at that turnaround there, we found a nice rub line going right off to the east or northeast of that turnaround. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you don't, I don't think you have to be too far away at all. Okay. Russ, that oh, no. sounds like it's got your name on it right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yep, I'm up for a little um, bit of a walk. You guys, okay, so if you look at the thing, um, Dush Creek area at the very north part of it, the, the main section. It it does like a horseshoe at the top. You see that? So it goes like from the Lawrence Ridge. It goes north and then it goes east and cuts back down to the south. You see that part? Yeah. Okay, so if you keep going around that horseshoe and then and, it, and then that section of the property looks like it goes right along the road where the road cuts through a little bit of it. That's a property that's for Staley. That's all swamp right through there, right? The Cooley Creek Road? Uh, Rush Creek Road. You're talking like the north, the northeast. North East little peninsula of property there. Yeah. That
I'm guessing. That'd be part of the. I think that. I think there, there's a bridge right there, and that's where we would get down into those hollows too. So you could just drop somebody off early to go check out that other spot that you're talking. Where's about. the bridge at? It's right on Rust Creek Road. Okay, I see where you're talking there. Probably, yeah. Uh, yeah, where it crosses. Yep. There's a. And it looks like bridge. there's like a bigger lake right there, or a bigger section of water. Yep. So, I was looking at that section straight, pretty much straight west of that that yeah. water area. Okay. Yeah, let's we'll check that out. Yeah, it could be something to look at. Don, where do you have that pulled up at? I can't. I'm not. I'm not sure if I'm looking at the right spot or I not. Have it on. You have it on Onyx. Paper maps. Oh. Is it where Rush Creek meets Cooley, uh, Cooley Creek Road? It's it's well after that intersection. Let's keep taking Rush Creek down where it starts getting into the big chunk there. Okay. You said, uh, Cody, the Cooley Valley right there, right? Just west yep. of Cooley Creek? Yeah, okay. you see the, where Cooley Valley 
shows up. It's like yep. just southwest of it on that ridge is where we were at on the west side of that field. Yeah, I got to pull up. It's a little over 5,800 5, acre chunk. can't see it on oh, right there okay yeah if you zoom in it'll show up there yeah i, I switched to the uh the topo portion and zoomed in it's like at the north side of that where that little access is right there's a river right there it looks like the river runs right through the like the right parallel the ridge yeah all right yeah. i think i see it
that was a hell of a spot that we found. And then, yeah, the deadhead was in that southeast um, corner of the biggest field. And there were, we found a bunch of rubs on all these young, I think, aspen that were starting to grow in on it. Yep, aspen and willows. And there was, there was a yeah. lot of good, I think we saw a really big track there, too. Cody, Cody, if I'm looking at it right, the only way you can get into this property is on the northeast part, just off the road, because the rest of it looks like it's all surrounded by private property, guys. Yeah, there's a park actually there, but there's a park there, there, yeah. There's yeah. a mode trail that goes into it. Where? Yeah. To the northeast. Okay. If okay. you zoom in all the way on Onyx, you can see two trucks parked there, a white mm-hmm. truck and a blue truck or black truck. And then, yeah, it's a nice boat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's not a good sign. <laughs> um, and then you cross a little creek with it, and it's, it's, a, it's a cool spot. Yeah, I do see the creek that's like goes right through that part where you could access it. I don't see any vehicles, but unless I'm just not looking at the right spot. Okay, maybe it's not. Maybe it's not updated. Or, it's yeah. like you'll see the vehicles. The parking area is right where, just to the south of the field above it like the first field to the north of this area mm-hmm. it's like right at the intersection of Cooley Creek and Mellon Road Mellon Road just south of that but yeah this call is scheduled to end in five minutes Aww. please upgrade your account to remove conference limits <laughs> did you guys hear that yeah yeah dang it Lots of trails and rubs that all came together in different spots. 
So if we're willing to really explore for a day, once you get up there, it's not bad. Getting up there was hands and knees, though. Mm-hmm. But then we think uh, off of Buck Creek Road on the east side of that that eastern chunk, I guess, um, we think that trail goes in and connects to the trail network. But we, we weren't able to come in from that way. Cause, so Don and I... Don and I came in from the west off of, I guess it's North Buck Creek Road on Onyx anyways, and climbed up into there, and it was, yeah, like you said, it was hands and knees, it was miserable, but we think that there might be a parking area off of Buck Creek Road to the east side that we could get in, and it might take you right up onto the ridge tops, and then you can, you can follow basically a walking trail along the ridges. That, that would make it way more huntable. There's Buck Creek Road, which it looks like Buck Creek runs just to the east. Yeah, Buck. Okay. So that connects to 35. Um, yeah, like if you see the lagoons on the map, yep. the east of the lagoons, you'd hit North Buck Creek Road, and then if you went to the east one more road, you'd hit Buck Creek Road. Makes sense. But yeah, that was. I mean, everywhere in there was was pretty awesome. <laughs> and we found a couple spots that were all tore up with rubs. And there's, like Don said, if you're exploring and trying to, you know, find a spot, spot to hunt, there's just there's deer sign everywhere, everywhere that you would expect this it to be. There is. It's just finding the best spot, basically, where you want to stay. All right. Anybody got any other questions? We got like thirty seconds here. Well, thanks for doing all that scouting, guys. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. We'll Ryan, definitely your cook you dinner, huh? I'm just saying, as far as like being prepared with all the stuff we got to bring, we're not that far away from a Walmart, and we're staying in a cabin, so it's not okay. like exactly camping. But we should be able to wing it a little bit too, you know. Just make sure you got all your hunting stuff. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. All right, guys. It's about to cut out, so we'll talk again. See you. And that will wrap up our first conversation, our first conference call of the meeting of the minds, if you will. All of us are. Finally, we're able to get together on a call and and hash out some ideas and plans and just kind of bullshit for a little while, which is always fun to do, Um, talking deer hunting and and getting ideas going and fun stuff like that. So um, it's really a joy to do. Uh, We definitely want to thank Onyx. Uh, Without their help and the use of all their information on their app uh, would make this trip uh, very difficult Um, but being able to scout from a distance just using the apps and terrains and the maps that's available uh, we're able to share that amongst the group um, which is I don't know it's it's seriously important to us because we got a couple guys that don't have that sort of thing on their phones and don't have access to that so being able to share some information has been hugely important for us as a group But yeah, we're pretty excited. This is coming up. Again, it's going to be the first week of November. We'll be sure to bring you some live updates as we're out there. But until then, we're going to hit the Michigan woods as hard as we possibly can until we head to Wisconsin.
So without further ado, good luck, everyone. Shoot straight, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening.